0: Hello, good girlies. Welcome to a mini episode of Good Girl. I'm your host, Jules. Thanks so much for joining. Today, I have a really exciting episode. It's about to be my third year anniversary in therapy. I've been taking a little therapy break for certain reasons that Ugh, I don't want to talk about but I am starting therapy up again this month and I'm so excited so I wanted to do an episode on therapy and I want to tell you guys like what I've really learned in therapy how I feel like it's really helped me why I joined and I want to give you some tips on how you can find the therapist that's right for you what it actually means to have a good therapist and some of the tools that I've really been implementing only from my therapist this is like a promotion for mental health and therapy I really do believe in therapy and it's so Funny because when I was in college, I didn't believe in therapy. And it's so ironic because in college I was doing a lot of shit that wasn't good for me. I was interacting with a lot of men who (laughs) very clearly were not good for me. That is where I met my ex. That is where I dated my ex. Yeah, I did a lot of shit in college. So my coping mechanisms were not very good. It was very centered around partying and drinking and boys. So if that sounds familiar, yes, therapy does work. My friends say that I'm the poster child for therapy. Like I'm a different person before therapy. after therapy we literally refer to times in my life as pre-therapy and post-therapy like that is how much it's changed me the first tip I can really give you is that therapy is only going to work for you if you believe that it's going to work and if you want it to work you can go to therapy all you want and if you don't believe in it if you don't think it's going to work or if you don't even really want it to work or you don't really give a fuck guess the fuck what (laughs) it is not going to work for you. That same thing applies to couples therapy. Like for anyone who wants to get into therapy with their boyfriend, it's not a bad idea. Will it actually work? Eh, It's debatable because you both have to be super invested in making it work and you both have to believe that what you're doing is going to work. And that's the thing with anything related to mental health and improving yourself, you have to believe that it's going to work and you have to want it to work. If you don't believe in therapy, therapy is not gonna work for you. So not everyone benefits from therapy because it's only going to. To work if you want to implement it into your life and you have to be brutally fucking honest with yourself because therapy will put all of your flaws and all of the shit that you've been running from your whole life right in front of you and you have to face that shit head on and you have to be accountable. You have to be honest with yourself and you have to be ready to say things that you don't want to say to anyone else because if you're not honest with your therapist, your therapist is not going to be able to help you. And honestly, guys, I entered therapy as an effort to save my relationship. I was in a really toxic place with my ex. And to be honest with you, for the majority of my relationship with him, like I didn't really understand what the fuck was going on. It was so weird. Like at this time, I didn't know about gaslighting. I didn't know about narcissists. I didn't know a whole lot about manipulation tactics. I just like was vibing, just existing pure vibes, not much going on in my head. At this point in my life, I thought that wearing my heart on my sleeve and communicating everything I was ever feeling and thinking was going to get me very. Far with men, and I thought that that was how you entered relationships. I thought that was how you got somebody to trust you. I thought that's what it meant to develop a deep relationship was to spill everything I was ever feeling and thinking, even before I was dating this person, so that they could see that I was trustworthy and emotional and all these different levels. And I didn't protect myself at the fuck all. So to be honest, like I was feeling very frustrated in my relationship because I felt like it could work if we just let it work. And I was like, "There's something missing. Like, you know, if we just work." Harder If we had more knowledge, he actually did suggest couples therapy one time, but I think I'd already been in therapy at this point. And like, I was like, no, we're not doing that. Because honestly, guys, if you need couples therapy and you haven't been with someone for more than like seven years or five years, it's not going in a good direction and you need to break up with them because it's not worth investing in couples therapy when you've been with somebody for two years. It's just not. I know you think they're your soulmate. I know you think no one else is going to be better than them. But trust me, I used to think that no one would be better than my ex, guys guys my ex the one i talk about on this show the one who dogged me humiliated me and dragged me through the mud i used to think that i would never be able to find anything better okay so if that's how you're feeling right now about the person that's coming to your brain because I know someone's coming into your brain right now it's okay feel those feelings as long as you need to ride the wave as long as you possibly can because honestly when I was going through my breakup I had to tell myself things to make myself feel better and I told myself those things as long as I needed to until I felt better and then I told myself different things it's part of being delusional sometimes you just are delusional you tell yourself what you need to tell yourself and you keep going and eventually it gets better and then you have to tell yourself something new but like it's okay to have those moments and it's okay to be delusional in that aspect like it's fine but I'm telling you like I went to therapy because I was like I am going to fix this relationship if he doesn't want to go to therapy I'm going to do it for us I'm going to learn the skills I'm going to bring it to my relationship I was so determined to save this man and save this relationship and in hindsight it was really because I wanted to prove to myself that I wasn't a failure I wanted to prove to myself that I was worthy of love and that I could have a successful relationship and I didn't want to take the L because if I broke up with him I'd have to take the L and be like I picked the wrong person but if I worked to make the relationship work and I went to therapy and I read the books then I was doing something. I was productive and I don't have to face the reality that I just chose the wrong person and they fucked me over. Sometimes it's really just that simple. So that was really my struggle. That's why I started therapy and it was really hard. I think I wanted to find a therapist who was young. I wanted a female therapist. I do not want to talk about my problems with a man. I just didn't feel like he'd understand. What I can tell you is just like know what you want out of a therapist before you start searching and I believe it's like manifestation. Like I manifested my cat. I'm fucking manifesting a man right now I manifested my job I manifested my therapist too like I knew exactly what I wanted I didn't just like go into the world of therapy like searching for someone who would make me feel good enough that they were qualified like I remember going through like the list of therapists and like really looking at their faces and their names and seeing if I felt anything and just using my intuition to find the person that I felt would be right for me so don't feel like just because you're looking for therapy you're like at the will of the healthcare system to an extent you are but set your intentions knowing exactly what you want. Think about the type of personality that would work really well with you. Think about the gender. Think about what their mannerisms might be like. Just like really manifest your therapist. Like I'm telling you, because in hindsight, that's exactly what I did. Like I knew exactly who I wanted and I got somebody so perfect for me. Like my therapist, she's older than me, but she still gets it. Like she had gone through a relationship that was almost exactly like the one I had just gotten out of. So she had the perfect advice for me. She was also Middle Eastern. So she understood so much of my family family history so I really say I got so fucking lucky with my therapist like I'm so grateful I found her so fast it goes beyond luck like I'm very lucky yes but also I took the time to be intentional about exactly what I wanted for my needs at the time and I knew what kind of person I needed to talk to to work through what I was going through and honestly like I was honest with myself at the time I was like I knew I was getting therapy because I wanted to fix my relationship and it's okay like if you want to get therapy to fix your relationship that's fine because whatever gets you in the door It's all good. You just need to get in there and start. And very quickly, I realized that this guy was not the guy for me. And it really came from therapy. The biggest motivator for me to enter therapy was to figure out my worth and my value. And I wanted to understand if the relationship wasn't working because of me, was there something wrong with me or was it him or what could I do to fix it? I wanted to understand what was happening to me because there was so much that I just like didn't get. And my therapist was very patient. And I think what helped me the most was like really keeping an open mind in sessions. I think therapy is like really uncomfortable sometimes because you have to be vulnerable. I cried in so many sessions and I started therapy in COVID. So it was all on Zoom. And I remember in the beginning, like I only wanted in-person sessions and I only had one in-person session and then we went on Zoom. So it was like really uncomfortable because I wanted to feel like a connection to my therapist. Like I wanted the physical like face-to-face and I had to adjust very quickly to Zoom calls and like just sitting on Zoom and fucking crying is yeah it's embarrassing it just is what it is it really did help me so much I do struggle with vulnerability a lot I have a lot of intimacy issues it's very uncomfortable for me to cry in front of people I fucking hate crying in front of people even people that I know so crying in front of my therapist was so weird but like I got used to it and eventually it became like the most safe and comfortable place that for me to cry like I didn't care if I cried in my sessions because it's just like I knew it was so good for me so I think like keep an open mind and understand that you are going to have to be vulnerable and you are going to have to have tough conversations and you are going to have to be very honest about your state of mental health and you have to tell your therapist about the bad shit that you do. You do. I know it sucks and it's embarrassing. We all have those things that we don't want anyone else to know. All the cringe stuff we do when no one's looking, like, we all have that, baby. It's okay, but your therapist has to know. They just do because they are the ones who can help you and they are the ones who can help you get to places where you do have better coping skills. And, you know, maybe your coping skill is staying in bed all day or scrolling on Instagram. I don't know what your coping skill is, but there's so many that just are not good for us. So if you are honest with your therapist and you really tell them where you're at and what you're trying to improve, they will help you. And what I understood in therapy is that coping skills don't translate from one person to the next. You have to find your specific coping skills and... There's obvious unhealthy ones and your therapist will tell you that is an unhealthy coping skill you need to stop fucking doing that. So I'm not going to sit here and say whatever works for you. If Netflix works, it's no, actually it's not. There are things that are just not healthy. One of my coping skills used to be weed, another used to be alcohol. I coped in so many unhealthy ways because I didn't know what else to do. And when you have so much pent up emotion and you don't really know where to put it, you don't know how to express it, maybe you don't have a lot of safe spaces to express it. It's going to come out in your actions, it's going to come out in your space, It's going to come out in your eating. It's going to come out in your daily habits. It's just going to show itself one way or another, whether you want to talk about it or not. So the sooner you come to terms with that and the sooner you realize like, okay, like no matter what, like I'm really going to have to fucking figure out how to fix my life then you can actually fix your life. And something that is so incredible to me about problems are that they can be solved. A problem doesn't mean it's the end of the fucking world. It's actually so much better to know the problem than to not know the problem because when you know the problem, you can fucking solve it. And isn't that what you want in the first place? So therapy scares people, I think, because they're so afraid of themselves and they're so afraid of finding something about themselves that isn't fixable. And I'm gonna tell you right now, anything is fixable. Whatever you have that you're so scared of someone finding out about that you think is not fixable. There's no fucking way. It is. I promise. I am a testament to that. There were so many things about myself that I was just like really scared of so many sides of myself that I didn't understand. And I was so intimidated by my own bad habits and my own like issues. And I was so scared that, that they weren't fixable in my relationship. I was so scared that I wasn't lovable. And there were so many fears just about me existing and me being in the world that I kept to myself. And therapy really put me in a position where I had to talk about it. And it's also like you're fucking paying for therapy. So if you want to throw your money away, you can sit there and tell your therapist that you're fine and that everything's going great. And yes, you've been doing your homework, but no, you're just wasting your fucking money and that's not good for you either. And there were moments where like I had to be really honest with my therapist and I had to tell her, yeah, I didn't do the homework that you gave me last week. Oh, I'm sorry. Because my therapist gave me homework. Like literally, I would have assignments after therapy sessions. And that's my preferred style of therapy. So when you are manifesting a therapist, like think about your preferred style of learning because therapy, is teaching you about yourself and it's teaching you how to handle yourself in a healthier way so what is so scary about that like it's okay like everything is going to be weird at first everything is a little bit like oh, that makes me uncomfortable but it's so worth it because don't you want to be a better person and doesn't it help to have a licensed professional tell you whether you're fucking crazy or not because that's another thing i thought i was insane and honestly i am insane like you know sometimes i look at myself and i'm like you're fucking delusional and crazy and but I love it like I love my insanity and like therapy really does help me feel a little bit less crazy because to an extent I understand that although my behavior might not be like everybody else's it's subject to me I'm a very unique person and I can figure out how to implement strategies how to implement coping skills and better habits that just make me a better version of me and they don't make me a cookie cutter of somebody else they just enhance who I already am and that is the point of therapy like ultimately is to be your absolute best fucking self. It is to get you into better relationships, better friendships, better living situations because your therapist is really supposed to sit there and ask you so many deep questions about why you're accepting the shit that you're accepting. And like I think it's so hard for me, you know, I've had so many close friendships. I have a really close relationship with my brother, but a lot of times when you're talking about situations in your life, you feel like you're talking shit and you feel bad. Am I generating bad karma because I'm like talking about a situation that really bothers me, but I'm not saying nice things about this person, but like I have to to get it off my chest and you feel bad because if you're telling it to a friend it's like oh my god am i spreading information but you know that frantic energy well you can always tell your licensed professional because it's your fucking therapist and they're not going to go anywhere with that information and they're licensed professionals so they can tell you when you're fucking up and a good therapist is going to check you and a good therapist is going to be like you know what i don't think you acted in your best self i don't think that's what you should have done in that situation i think you could have done better and because you want to be better because you're in fucking therapy you're gonna take the advice and you're gonna do better. I know you are. And it's really humbling sometimes. It is humbling to have a licensed professional tell you, I wouldn't have done that if I were you like it is but it's so good for you and I think for me it was so validating because I was like I can trust you because you went to school for this and like this is literally your fucking job so if you feel like you have trust issues with everybody in your life maybe you feel like people aren't really that honest with you maybe you've had issues with your parents being honest with you growing up and it's affected how you see other people and how you interact with them your therapist is your perfect sounding board it's the place where you can just go and vent and they'll just be brutally fucking honest with you and it's also the place where like you need to work out the shit that you might be too afraid to tell everybody else. Like when I was trying to really break up with my ex, the last time I started talking to him, I straight up told my therapist, like I had my session and I was like, okay, I talked to my ex and this was like four months after. She would literally hold me accountable and she'd be like, next week when I talk to you, I don't want to hear that you fucking emailed him back. I don't want to hear that you talk to him. Like make it for another week, make it for another week. And it was so helpful to have like a coach and someone that I had to answer to about what I did or didn't do. She is honestly the best. And so when I did talk to my ex again, I had to tell her and I was like, Honestly, I talked to my ex. I could have lied to her. I could have been like, yeah, no, everything's so fine. But I knew that that would not help me. Your ego will get in the way of your healing any chance it fucking gets because we want to feel good about ourselves. We want to feel like we're right. We want to feel like we're doing fine. And that's our ego coming into play. So when you're going into therapy, you kind of have to throw away your ego and just, you know, be embarrassed sometimes. Like I had to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like I, I did talk to him. Yes. And she never got mad at me. A good therapist isn't going to like talk shit on you. She was just like, okay like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what it would really look like to get back together with him. What is that going to entail for you? And is that something that you want to do? She literally coached me through the whole process. And sometimes guys, like I know friendships are important, but you can't expect your friends to take all of the load from what you're going through. People are people. They have their own shit going on just because you're going through something doesn't mean that everyone around you is subject to helping you through it it's important to have a support system it's important to have friends who are there for you who can listen to you obviously but just because you're going through shit doesn't mean that the whole world is so it was really important for me when i was going through a heavy heavy amount of shit to have my therapist because i knew that there was a carved out time every single week where i could cry and i could be sad and i could let out all my emotions that i had been feeling during the week and it was okay and i wasn't burdening anyone with my problems or i wasn't like overusing my friends because I think that's something to be mindful of too when you're going through shit. Like obviously your friends are going to be there for you but like... And, I, you know, just use your discernment. Like, it's not always about you. I have to remind myself of this too. And like, it came to a point where I realized how valuable it was to have quality over quantity and have a space carved out in the week where I was gaining knowledge, where I wasn't just venting and being sad and victimizing myself. I was expressing my emotions and getting solutions and then implementing the solutions throughout the week and then coming back next week with more problems, more solutions that I need and just like keep moving through my life that way. That was so, so helpful. for me because I realized that like I can vent every single day and I can have people on call all the time always being there for me and always listening to every single problem that comes up but at the end of the day I'm just giving that problem more and more energy and I'm not focusing on the solution therapy was so helpful for me because it was solution oriented and I can talk about something and then get a solution and implement it and feel better and it's like that's the process of growth and the process of healing is just learning something new implementing it seeing if it works for you if it does work for you amazing keep doing It but therapy isn't going to work for you if you just sit there and like cry about everything and then never implement what your therapist tells you to do. Like, that's why therapy just doesn't work for some people because if you're not accountable, if you're not honest with yourself, if you can't see your actions and you can't see what you're really doing to yourself you're not going to make progress so just because you have a therapist just because you have a good therapist it's not going to automatically mean that you make progress you are the one who decides if you make progress or not you are the one who does the work and you have to do homework outside your sessions like I read books I read podcasts I journaled I ran I did whatever self-care actually helped me because your therapist isn't going to do the work for you like you have to do the work yourself and if you never do the work you're throwing away your money You're throwing away your time and you're not actually investing in yourself. You're just doing something that makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you're getting better, but you're actually not. And honestly, some people don't like therapy. Therapy doesn't work for everyone. And I think what I've come to understand is like everyone has their own form of therapy. Whatever you feel like actually makes you want to be a better person, wherever you feel like your mind is clear, wherever you feel like you find solutions to your emotional or your life problems, that is a form of therapy for you. So you don't have to force yourself to feel comfortable being vulnerable with somebody and to be honest if you have vulnerability issues and you feel like a therapist is too much for you because you just don't want to be that vulnerable this is what I advise you to do think about everything that's going in your life as a math problem math fucking sucks and it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of emotion in there it's just logistical problems right so think very logically about what's going on in your life and then communicate what's going on as a problem just like a math equation like a word problem you don't have to cry you don't have to bear your soul you don't have to sit there and just like be subject to your therapist probing at you and asking you so many questions because in the beginning they are Going to do that to understand what needs to be worked on. If you're too scared of that, come with some problems that you want them to solve. Come with really specific things that you can just say without crying, that maybe you practice it in the mirror, maybe you write it down, maybe you email it to them beforehand. Therapists are supposed to work with your preferred style of communication and whatever makes you feel comfortable. So if you would like to email them your questions beforehand, they should be willing to do that. And then you can talk about it in your sessions. You should be able to be very clear of, like, I'm working on this. Like, I don't like to be vulnerable right now. It's something I would like to work on. You don't have to come to therapy already ready to bare your soul if that's uncomfortable for you. But if it's somewhere that you want to go and it's something that you want to work on, let your therapist know because they will be able to help you. So figure out how you like to communicate and just stick to that communication style in the beginning, but push yourself to grow because at a point it is going to get uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Therapy isn't just like butterflies all the time. Like therapy actually is very hard. Like I used to have to take naps after therapy because my sessions would be so intense. And that is it's work. Like it is going to feel like like work but you need to understand like what makes you feel comfortable and like what can you tell your therapist that you feel like would actually help you and like set yourself up for success. Like don't look at everyone else in therapy and think that it's a one size fits all that you think that everyone goes in there and cries and comes out magically better. Like, no, if that's not your style, it's not your style. That's okay. Figure out what your style is and be very intentional about it. Maybe you can find a therapist who seems more logical, who might be less emotional. You can make it whatever you want it to be. It is not a one size fits all thing. And like therapy is so, so, so dependent on you. And you should click with your therapist. You should feel like your therapist actually gives you advice like don't feel bad if you don't click with your therapist that it happens like just be honest about it be honest with them go to whoever you need to go to to find a better one just know that there is a therapist out there who's like perfect for you and you can absolutely find that if you don't think you can you're just like stunting the blessings that could come to you so really just put yourself in like a vulnerable position and understand what it is that you're going to therapy for and what about yourself you feel like you can improve because i promise you you're going to go to therapy for one thing and find 10 other things that you want to improve and that's the best part of therapy because people you know who have more experience than you have more life experience who have clinical knowledge that you do not have can tell you things about yourself that you just didn't know and it doesn't mean anything about you like it does not mean that you are a bad person or that you like are hopeless like it just means that you need a little bit of work but we all need a little bit of work so it's really not that scary and when it comes to like mental health and like you know i personally don't believe in labels and it's going to sound really uneducated of me and really like what the fuck is wrong with you but to be honest like if you feel like you're depressed or you have certain mental health issues acknowledge that you have mental health issues and validate yourself there but don't act a victim to what you believe is happening to you because it only enables your behavior don't excuse your messy room because you're depressed and you can't do anything about it like understand that that is a part of you that just needs help and it needs a little bit of extra love and it needs some care and it needs some knowledge if you're not successful at something it just means that there are things you don't know it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you don't be scared of therapy because you're so scared to discover that something is wrong with you nothing is wrong with you you might have some problems but they can all be solved so at the end of the day nothing's actually wrong with you there are just areas of your life that need improving like everybody else. Honestly, like I think the biggest thing that helped me in therapy was being willing to actually do the work, being willing to be really uncomfortable. And during the week when I didn't have my therapist in front of me and I didn't have her telling me exactly what to do, I remembered what she told me in my sessions. I would take notes. I would journal like I did the work outside of my sessions. You have to be willing to do the work and you just have to be open minded and start small. Don't feel like you have to do so much like just start small, warm your way into it. Listen to mental health podcasts or read books, whatever. It is about yourself that you want to learn more about, therapy is the best place to do that. And it's really helped so fucking much. Don't underestimate it. And like, honestly, it might not be something that you need forever. You might just need it for a few years and you feel like you have the skills. Like, I haven't been in therapy for like at least six months now. And to be honest, guys, I thought I couldn't live without my therapist. I thought I would die without my therapist. When she was going on maternity leave, I was like, oh my God, like this is the worst thing ever. Like, I really was so dramatic about it. And then I discovered that I was actually so strong and I had learned so many things things in my sessions and so many coping skills. I had learned so much about myself that I was so well equipped to handle so many difficult things that came my way when I didn't have my therapist. And I can confidently say that the time I wasn't in therapy was the second most difficult time in my fucking life. And I made it through without therapy because I had learned the skills and I had applied the skills over time. Like I didn't rely on my therapist to make me a better person. I relied on myself to make me a better person. And I just used the information I got in therapy in my life and consistently worked worked myself to a better and better and better place that's all you have to do it's really not that scary and it's really not that hard but you have to do the fucking work I cannot say that enough times but when you do the work it's so rewarding and it's so cool to look at yourself and be like I could not have handled this a year ago I couldn't have handled this without all the knowledge I have of myself and like now I feel like I have such a deep understanding of myself of other people of other people's actions like there's so many things that I know now that I just didn't know before therapy and I'm so glad that I did the hard thing and that I put myself out there and that I kept going even when it felt like it was so hard or when I felt like I didn't need it like I pushed through and I will say like give your therapist three sessions before you decide if they're for you or not the first session is always a little bit off they have to ask you a lot of questions it's like a very routine you don't really know each other's personality yet give it at least three to four sessions before you decide that they're not for you because by that time you've had enough interactions you kind of know their personality a little bit better you know if they're actually giving you solutions that's really my thing if your therapist isn't giving you any solutions and it feels like you're just talking to someone who's like yeah no i agree or oh it sounds like you did a good job with that like you deserve better like you deserve someone who can ask you questions i would say something and my therapist would ask me the right question to point me in the right place to help me realize something it's not really about getting psychoanalyzed and having someone tell you everything about your life you figure out most of it by yourself but it's because you have somebody asking you very guided very intelligent very specific questions to lead to a certain outcome and a certain realization that you need to become better in whatever your struggle is. Be very open minded, understand that it's going to be a process. It's not going to be easy and it's something that you need to commit to yourself to do. And if you want to be a better person, committing to yourself is the easiest part. Promise yourself that you will do whatever it takes to get yourself into a better place. Promise yourself that you will do whatever it takes to have a great life, to be happy, to be abundant, to have great friends and great relationships and a great living situation and have the fullest life possible. Promise yourself that you will do that. And then go to therapy and then read the books and then listen to the podcast but make the commitment to yourself first because if you don't all the things you do will really not lead you anywhere so i promise you can do it it's not that scary i learned so many incredible things that i have really felt like helped me so much in my life and taught me so much about myself that i just wouldn't have known otherwise so it's so worth it and if you feel like you're struggling to find a therapist or you don't know if the one you have is right for you or maybe you're not Sure, if you ever want one, anything that's on your mind about therapy, you can DM me anytime. We can talk about it. Like I'm here for you. I want you to be your best possible self. And if it means me being vulnerable about the shit that I went through and how I struggled through therapy, I'm so willing to do that. As always, guys, like I'm literally here for you all the time. That's all I have for this little mini episode. I just wanna encourage you guys to get out there and be your best fucking possible selves. And as always, you can connect with me on Instagram at goodgirlpod. I do Q and A's on there every single Monday. You can also find me on TikTok and Twitter at the girl pod. And my personal Instagram is at Julia Lena Thomas. And I'll see you on Thursday. I love you so much. Bye.